the title of my sermon is that Jesus is our healer today. <laughs> because um, we've been preaching on faith and, uh, and so I, I'm kind of mixing in a faith message here because it's all faith, amen? The whole word of God is faith. And, um, and so really, uh, God wants us taking our healing today, amen? And so let's, let's look at this. So, so really, the key to walking in healing is that it is God's perfect will for us to walk in divine health. Amen. Um, because tradition sometimes will tell you, and even sometimes people's prayers, even some well-meaning pastors that will pray for the sick, sometimes will add on to their prayer, if it be thy will. Lord, heal this person if it be thy will. See, the word, see, I'm going to say this. The will of God is his word. So if you know his word, you know his will. Is that right? So, so if you have an understanding of God's word, then you know that his word, whatever his word says, then that's his will for us. Is that right? So we don't have to add that on our prayer at the end of it. Lord, if it be thy will, because if you're adding that on, then it gives it a degree of uncertainty of your faith. And you got to believe that it is God's will for you always to walk in health. That is not just that you have a Job ministry. I'm not discounting Job, but Job was a man in the Old Testament and we know this, that it wasn't God that placed sickness on Job. It was the devil himself because the devil came to God and God said, look at my look at my servant Job. And, and, and then we know that Job said the very thing he feared came upon him. So we need to be we don't need to see fear can activate. Oh, I, I'm preaching today. Fear can activate disease in our life. What is disease? Dis-ease. So fear can bring it in. If you're afraid that you're going to catch something, you're actually, you're, you, that fear can open the door for you to possibly catch something. Or for the devil to put lying symptoms on you to make you think what you have, a lot of times is not what you have. I remember I woke up one morning, I gave this example before, but I woke up and for some reason I... I, had, I opened my eyes, but I couldn't see. And all of a sudden, you know, I thought to myself, I'm blind. You know, <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to do it. And the, the thought came to me, you, you're going to have a blind ministry. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to preach blind just to show the world that you can overcome in blindness. But that wasn't coming from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm not, in other words, see, I, you know, sometimes the enemy will will give you a good argument why you're dealing with the circumstance because you have to show how much faith you have why you're dealing with it. But, you know, you, but 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 that 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 sort of can mix in with a little bit of pride in your sickness. OK, I'm talking today. In other words, we can have pride in the weakness that we're walking in and say, see how spiritual I am? I come to church and I have pain. But see, but Jesus bore the sickness and the pain for us so that we don't have to. And you say, well, that's good. That's good for you. But I've been standing for a little while and I haven't seen some of this pain leap. Listen, it's going. 
Amen. It's leaving you. But you see, you can't be focused on that. Well, that's good for you, Pastor. You're not dealing with it. I deal with stuff. I've been dealing with a pain in my foot, a shooting pain in my foot. And guess what I'm doing? Jumping jacks. <laughs> and I, I will do things that, OK, let's see how much that pain is going to work. Why? Because I'm going to challenge the pain in my life. In other words, I'm not going to let it control me. I'm going to push. Somebody say push through. Because sometimes you just got to push through the pain. Amen. Have you ever heard of the term man it up, <laughs> woman it up? Sometimes we just got to push through our faith. You can do all things. Somebody say that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So we have to push through. So, so let's look at this um, in Matthew 6, 9 and 10. This is the Lord's Prayer. And, and so the, the, the key here to this point I want to make, it's God's perfect will for you to walk in divine health. And it says in Matthew 6, 9 and 10, this is the beginning part of the Lord's Prayer. In this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when I look at this, Jesus's prayer was that God's will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. So you have to think about this. How is heaven? Is there any sick people in heaven? No, there's no sick people in heaven. So God's will is for us to walk in divine health. Amen. Is there any poor people in heaven? No. Is there any sad people in heaven? See, it's not God's will for us to be depressed. Amen. See, 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 sickness is more than just a physical ailment. You could be just you could be suffering with depression. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? But depression is something I believe that the devil tries to put on us. And it comes from wrong thinking. See, see, it's your thought life will determine how you feel. That's why the Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. Well, rejoicing is an act of will. You have to will to rejoice. Is that right? So, so, so regardless of how you feel, well, I don't feel good, but, but that shouldn't stop you from rejoicing. Oh, am I talking to anybody today? Rejoice anyhow. And guess what? You'll start feeling good. Sometimes I'll come up here and minister and uh, I might be dealing with a headache. Okay. And, but I'll come up here with a headache. And when I start ministering, guess what? I don't notice the headache any longer. It almost is like it disappears. Why? Because I'm up here in faith and I'm ministering and I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on ministering and the anointing of God. Are you sometimes we need to focus on on Jesus more than focus on everything that's going around us on the circumstances and the situations of the day we need to be. How do you stay in perfect peace? Keep your mind stayed on Jesus. Right. So so we got to if so if we're dealing with uh, uh, depression, if we're dealing with anger issues, anybody ever deal with that? Uh, because those are very closely related. Depression and anger is very closely related. Um, we're not we're, we're focusing on the wrong. We're thinking about the wrong things. Think right. You will speak right and then you will act right. Amen. So 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 this key right here is that. Uh, it says here that God's uh, pray this prayer, 
that uh, the Lord's Prayer, it'll be on earth as it is in heaven. You know, I pray that prayer almost every day, but I pray that God's will will be done in its fullness on this earth, that, that you know, his will will be done, that, that his kingdom will come in its fullness because it's not in its fullness right now. But I'm praying that it's going to come in its fullness. Amen. Can I get an amen or oh me? Because I want to see the fullness of God's word in my life. And I want to see the fullness of God's word in your life. Amen. amen. And so, so let's look at a great scripture here. And this is on faith because it's going to take faith to walk in divine health. It's going to take faith to overcome sickness that's trying to attack our bodies. It's going to take faith. And faith is the hand that pulls into the promise of God in your life. Now, let's look at a great scripture here that it will. It, it, it's an awesome scripture. It's in Hebrews 11, one through three. And this is a great scripture. And it says here, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I want to focus on this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, let me just read down here. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. This is very important here because you've got to get a revelation that, the, that, that God... And, and angels that we don't see, you know, and, and that the spirit world is more real than the natural world we live in. I'm going to say that again. The spirit, God, spirit realm is more real. If God could open your eyes right now and he could open your eyes in the spirit realm, you'd be seeing angels in this place. When we worship, there's angels around us and you might even see some demons trying to oppress people. Amen. And so and so so basically the spirit world is more real than the natural world. And so the word of God is not just, you know, um, words on paper. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. So God's word is impregnated with his power. We got to believe. Say, I believe that. And this this I'm going to say this. If we're weak and we, we have an attitude or we're fighting depression or we're fighting anger issues or we're even fighting physical symptoms, we need to get into the word. We need to get focused back into the word because the enemy wants us to focus on the world. Get us in a panic situation. Get us looking at what all things are going wrong. But what about all what about things going right? There, there's some things that are going right in the midst of the pa pandemic, in the midst of the pandemic. You know, there's a lot of bad things happening out here, but there are some right things happening. And we got to focus on that. Amen. So, so it says here now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the things that we see, the Bible actually says are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Okay. So, so what I'm saying to you this morning, no matter what you might be dealing with, it's subject to change. You got to believe that. Say it's subject to change for the better. 
Yeah, you got to add that on there. Because sometimes we can wake up and say, things just seem to be getting worse. It's changing for the worse. No, no, no. It's subject to change for the better. Amen. Amen. I, you know, I was so excited about the restaurants opening this weekend. Anybody uh, hit a restaurant this, this weekend? Did you go to your favorite? Some of you say, no way, I'm not going. It's that, it's that germs are still out there. I ain't going to mess with that. But listen, I was excited about going to the restaurant. And one of my favorite restaurants is Jason's Deli. Anybody ever eaten at Jason's Deli? And I love their salad bar. That's one of the reasons why I go. And so I said, yeah, call Jason's. I hope their salad bar is open. It's not open. What? And I was a little depressed. I was like, oh my God. I said, okay, Ruby Tuesdays. They got a great salad bar. Yeah, and call them up. Tell them I bring my own prongs, you know, you know. And, uh, and uh, Yen called them. That salad bar is not open. What? Man, I, 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 got, I almost got negative this weekend. I thought my restaurants were opening. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And, uh, and even though they were opening, I wasn't benefiting because, the st because it's like half service these days. You know, half the service. Yeah, come on in, but you get half the service. No, I want full service. Is that too much to ask for? But I said, that's it. I'm going to make it a win. Yen, we're going to the grocery store. We're going to pick up all the vegetables. And I'm going to make my own Jason's salad right here at home. I'm going to get the best vegetables I'm not going to let the devil win on this. And you know what? This salad was so awesome. I mean, I wish I could invite all of you to just, just to taste it. Glory to God. It was, and I had her do, I had her boil the eggs because they have eggs on the, on the, on the, the salad bar at, at Jason's. You guys know what I'm talking about. And so, you know, and I put, I roll eggs in there because, you know, eggs is like best protein for you. I, 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 a doctor said it's one of the best nutritional forms of food you can eat is an egg. It has everything in it. So I'm, I'm not going to charge you for that this morning. But so, so Yin boiled the eggs. I had these eggs that were in, the, in, in my salad. It was better than Jason's. I'm going to call it David's Deli. <laughs> Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So what am I saying to you today? I'm saying you no know, matter what the enemy may be trying to do, God can turn it around for a win. Do you believe that today? And he's turning it around. Plus, I don't have to spend as much money on the salad. And, and he's going to turn it around on the wind. So, so faith is the substance of things hoped for. So, so the word hope is really interesting. Hope is, is, is an earnest expectation of good to come. You see, if you're negative, you're not believing that something good is going to come. If you're negative, you're not in an expectation mode. If you're negative, you think things are going to get worse. No, things are go getting better and we're coming back to normal. Can I get an amen? And so we got to have hope and hope we got a hope is a vision that we have to look at and see. Listen, if you're fighting any kind of disease, if you're fighting, you got to see yourself well. I'm not talking. You got You got to visualize yourself well. You got to see yourself healthy. You, you got you to gotta see yourself uh, um, um, uh, doing the things that you couldn't do before. You got to visualize it. Faith is the hope, is the vision of what you, you're believing God to do in your life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And you have to get that vision before you. I remember that this young girl was dying and I was reading this story in a book on faith and uh, she, she had some kind of, um, 
I don't know what it was. It was uh, some kind of virus. It might have been malaria or something. And the, little, and the doctor came and she was on her last leg. And the little boy, there was a little boy that worked with the doctor in that town. That, that doctor took him under his wing. And, and he would, you know, he would take, he would make house visits, the doctor. That was back in the day when the doctors made house visits. Now it's video visits. <laughs> now you see a doctor on a video and they say, uh, you know, uh, we'll do a video. Uh, I, I, I mean, when the pandemic hit and my, my brother gets a, a, um, uh, a checkup every year and, uh, and the doctor says, we can do a video checkup. And my brother said, I'll wait until we can do it for real. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Video. But, but the doctor uh, left the little girl and the little boy said to the little girl, see yourself playing again. See yourself um, at the creek playing in the water. See yourself, you know, and, and it got the girl instead of focusing on dying, focuses on living. We need to stop focusing on dying. We need to start focusing on living. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? We got to stop focusing on what, what if something bad's going to happen. It's not going to happen to you. Amen. Why? Because you're under divine protection. You've got the blood of Jesus. You've got the word of God. You've got angels watching over you. Nothing's bad's going to happen to you. Say, I believe that. I'm divinely protected. You got to believe that. You know, you know, God's promises. We got to look at this, that God's promises pertaining to healing is more than just a promise. It's in a fact of the mind of God. In other words, it's already done. Uh, you know, when God, when Moses, oh, uh, when Moses had an encounter with God uh, in, in the burning bush. Do you remember that burning bush experience? And Moses was 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 on the backside of a hill and and, you know, he killed the Egyptian. He ran from the the, the Egyptians, you know, and and uh, and so uh, but he saw the burning bush and then God gave him a commission, gave Moses a commission to set, you know, the people free from the Egyptian bondage. Remember that? But uh, Moses said, you know, uh, who do I tell them who, who, who sent me? In other words, Moses was trying to connect a name with God. OK, and God said this. It was really interesting. God said to Moses, tell him I am that sent you. Now, that's pretty interesting. I am. And Moses probably said, what? I am. See, 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 when you think about this, God is not the God of I was. And God is not the God of I could be. God is the God of I am. What does that mean? What is that saying? God is. See, that's where now faith comes in. God, faith is now. It's not tomorrow. Faith is not based in your past. Living faith operates now. It doesn't matter what mistake you made last week. If you're repentant of that, then that's in the past and you're in the present and present cannot touch the past. So whatever mistake you made that and you repented from that, that's under the blood. You're in right standing with God. Glory to God. You have the blood of Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's the past. Amen. And your faith. Don't try to live your faith for the future. It doesn't work that way. You live your faith for now. Somebody say now faith is. But see, he said to Moses, say to them that I am sent you. God is the I am for you today. He is whatever you need him to be. So, so let's look at this because healing is not just a promise. It's a fact in the mind of God. In other words, it's already a done deal. 
Can I say that again? See, salvation for some of your unloved ones, uh, you know, your, un, uh, uh, your, your, your loved ones that aren't saved, uh, uh, you could say, uh, uh, I hope God saves them. It's, really, God has already saved them. They got to accept it. In other words, the price has been paid 2,000 years ago, the, 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 the price for their sins. So, so, so in a sense, God has already saved them, but they got to come to a realization and receive the gift. So we got to pray that God opens their eyes to receive the gift of salvation because salvation's already done. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's a done deal. In other words... The provision is already provided for you before you even pray. Oh, I'm preaching today. You say, Pastor, what do you mean by that? The provision's already provided before I even pray. Listen, when, when, uh, when Abraham was there up on Mount Moriah to sacrifice Isaac, remember that God asked him to sacrifice Isaac? And so, and so he took that knife out and was about ready to do this. And then all, all of a sudden, the angel of the Lord stopped him and said, don't do the boy no harm, because now I know you fear God. You see, obedience is a direct correlation to fearing God. I'm talking to somebody today. When we're walking in obedience and obeying God, it's in direct correlation to fearing God. And when you fear God, that's how you have intimacy with God. Okay. That's when you get close to God is a reverential fear of the awe of God, not being afraid of God, but you should be afraid of judgment. Amen. In other words, you don't want to get into the judgment zone. Amen. In other words, you don't want to be crossing the line. Amen. Has any of your kids ever crossed the line with you parents? And you say, you cross that line one more time, you're going to get a spanking, right? And then, then, you, then they do and you don't give them a spanking one more time. And they do it again, you don't get but, but, but you have to follow through on your work. And, and, and God follows through on his word. Now, let's look at this, that healing is a fact and not just a promise. Look at Isaiah 53, uh, verses 4 and 5. This is really good because I want to encourage you. If you're dealing with any kind of long-term sickness you've been dealing with, uh, I want to encourage you to start reading out loud uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 and applying that to yourself on a daily basis. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing. It doesn't matter how many, well, pastor, I've read that over 20 times. Yes, how many times have you eaten breakfast? Oh, almost every day of my life, right? Except when we're fasting, pastor, and I don't eat any breakfast. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, but uh, but, but you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, you eat dinner normally every day. You're going to have to eat the word of God every day. Is this too hard today? You've got to eat the word of God. And especially if you're suffering in any area of your life, you've got to bring that promise of God's word into that suffering of your life. So look at this. Isaiah 53, this is, a, this is the amplified. It says, surely he, talking about Jesus, has borne our griefs. And I love this in parentheses, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. Jesus bore our sicknesses. He bore our weaknesses. He bore our distresses and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly consider him stricken, spin of God, 
smitten and afflicted by God. In other words, when people saw Jesus on the cross, it looked like God abandoned him. Okay, because in a sense, God allowed the suffering of Jesus on the cross because in a sense, God did abandon him in a sense because he had to, you know, he could, God could not look on sin. And even Jesus said, why have you forsaken me? He said that because the grace of God had to be lifted. Why? So that the grace of God could be upon us. The grace of God had to be lifted on Jesus, lifted off of Jesus so it could be put on us. In other words, Jesus was rejected at the cross so that we could be accepted. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Somebody say, I'm accepted. Whenever the enemy tries to beat you up about your mistakes and the things that you haven't done right and all that. Hey, hey, point him to the cross. Point the devil to the cross. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Because your past should not be holding back your future. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So here he's saying here that that uh, uh, that um, uh, we we saw him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted, but as with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus was wounded. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. Somebody say no guilt here. The chastisement need to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Think about that. So right here, Isaiah wrote this and, and, and penned this by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And it's putting this in the now. Somebody say now faith. So by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. So you need to start thanking God that you're not going to get healed, that you need to put your faith in the now and start thanking God that you are healed. Amen. But pastor, that would be lying. <laughs> no, no. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and God's word be true. Mm. Are you listening? Let every man be a liar. And let, in other words, let every circumstance that's coming against us be a lie and let God's word be true. In other words, you've got to side in more with God's word than the circumstances or the disease or the depression or whatever tends to be hitting. You better side more in with the word. But the enemy wants us to side more in with him or with his uh, with the things that he tries to put on our bodies. Is that right? Say, I'm siding in with God's word. Amen. And so let's look at this because it is God's will for us. It's his perfect will for us to walk in health. And in Matthew 8, 16 and 17, it says here, when evening has come, they brought to him many who were demon possessed. And he, Jesus, cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So we see this at Matthew got a revelation about Isaiah because he's, he's quoting Isaiah, what I just read to you. And basically, Jesus came to take away our sicknesses. He came away to to listen. I'm about ready to get out of my chair. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen. 
God, what he, what he had done what, through Jesus on the cross, it's already a done deal. Listen, you might be saying, but, but I have this bad habit that I cannot, that keeps coming. And I got this disease. I got something that keeps hitting me, Pastor, and I can't seem to shake it. You need to be like Paul and shake it off. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.